I was sexually abused. I was raped. I started using drugs at the age of 15. I was molested as a child. I was an alcoholic. I tried meth for the first time at 12. I was a compulsive alcoholic. Um, I lost my kidney smoking crack. Hey everybody, welcome to Her Addiction Podcast. My name is Pastor Rachel Young. I am the director of Mary Song. I was actually a student nine, a little over nine years ago. And the Lord's done a mighty work in my life and he continues. And I just wanted to share some things uh, with you today about your voice, using your voice and the new song that the Lord gives us. So obviously when I came to Mary's song, I was bound up. I've been an addict for 25 years met the Lord there. He totally transformed my life. I was born again. I was given um, his spirit. And then he put me um, on a path of discovery. I began to experience him and um, discover who I was and who he was and walk in my identity in Christ. And he put a new song in my mouth. And so this year... You know, I was praying for the Lord for a word for this year, and he gave me sing. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's awesome, you know. And I got the scripture from Isaiah that talks about sing, O barren one. So I took it kind of like, okay, when I'm going through struggles or things that are difficult, that I need to use my voice and begin to worship the Lord and sing. Because our weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty to demolish strongholds. And when we lift up our voice, you know, we begin to prophesy into our own lives you know we're singing scripture and singing things like that and then also scripture from second chronicles chapter 20 about when jehoshaphat was a mighty army was coming against the children of israel and jehoshaphat was the king and he was terrified and he prostrated himself before the lord and the lord told him not to fear that the battle was the lord's and to send out the levites who were the priests to sing before the army and so the Levites went out with the only weapon they, they had was their voice. And they began to go out and give praise to the Lord. And it said that the enemies, that their enemies turned on one another and destroyed one another. And that the Israelites went through and gathered the spoils. So that our song and our voice is a weapon. And so I love how God is so just awesome because I had no idea it was obviously coming in the year where uh, we started a new care group guide, our, our life group curriculum, and it's called Lift Up Your Voice, and it's all about singing and worshiping and using your voice, and also we just had our summer, I mean our Mardi Gras saturation, and Kalani Glockler came and was talking about um, this wave of worship that uh, she got, a, she had a dream, and it was a dream from the Lord talking about this new song, this wave of worship that was spreading over our country. And she was talking about the courage and confidence that we develop that comes from a place of intimacy with the Lord, where we connect with our identity in Christ and the authority that that sonship provides. And then we're able to declare and sing and worship and praise in alignment with heaven so we just begin to prophesy over our lives and over the, the body of Christ, the things of God. And all of that, that new song stems from and comes from 
the place of intimacy with the Lord. And the scripture that she shared, I'd like to share because it's really good. I chose the Passion Translation, Psalm 27, verses 1 through 6 and verse 14. And it says, the Lord is my revelation light to guide me along the way. He's the source of my salvation to defend me every day. I fear no one. I'll never turn back and run from you, Lord. Surround and protect me. When evil comes to destroy me, they will be the ones that turn back. My heart will not be afraid, even if an army rises to attack me. I know that you are there for me, so I will not be shaken. Here's the one thing I crave from God, the one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with him every moment in his house, finding the sweet loveliness of his face, filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that he takes pleasure in my every prayer. In his shelter in the day of trouble, that's where you'll find me, for he hides me there in his holiness. He has smuggled me into his secret place where I'm kept safe and secure, out of the reach of all my enemies. Triumphant now, I bring him my offerings of praise, singing and shouting with ecstatic joy. Yes, listen, and you can hear the fanfare of my shouts of praise to the Lord. Here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting, for he will never disappoint you. And so, you know, um, the longer or the more that we we connect with the Lord and spend time in his presence and in the word of God, we develop, we begin to see who we are and see who God is. And we become strong in him and we're able to step out and to sing through the difficulties and live uh, with our eyes on eternity. It's like eternity stamped on our eyeballs. You know, we this week at Mary's Song was pretty intense. We had one of the girls is going through a um, a tragedy right now and so it's just been kind of heavy but it's just been super sweet like the lord's presence in the midst of all of it and how we continue like he's given us the grace to continue to sing through it all and it's just really been a testimony of his goodness and his mercy and his grace and so i'm presently in uh, ORU for psychology and I'm taking these different courses and it's obviously a spiritual university and the class that I'm taking right now is spirit empowered living and I just want to share this with you because I feel like I've just been opened up to a whole new realm of of God and I'm just kind of awestruck right now I'm still kind of settling into it and um so I want to share it with you so I'm taking this class it's called Spirit Empowered Living and reading this book called Celebration of Disciplines. And it talks about the different disciplines of the Christian faith, like fasting and prayer and um, confession and meditation. Now, I'm on meditation right now. And we had this exercise where it's kind of like contemplating scripture and entering into the word of God and like becoming a part of it. And so we had to read this passage in John and it was the passage where Jesus feeds the multitude and we're supposed to read it over and over a few times and then um, begin to meditate upon it. And I actually read it a few times and then I began to listen to it on audio Bible because I have this really awesome audio Bible app. And as I was listening, the, the exercise is like, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you feel? Who are you in the story? You know, and so I literally was like transported back in time and I was in this field and 
I could feel the breeze coming off the sea. I could smell the salt air. I could hear birds flying high above me that sounded like seagulls. And I was walking through this knee-high grass that was kind of like wheat, and the tips of it were touching my fingertips. And I could see Jesus ahead of me. And I could see him gesturing um, to his disciples. And I was like a single woman. I had, I had no one with me. And I had, it was as if I had been following him. And I, I drew in close. And I began to watch him, and I sat down in the grass. And then I could hear him talking, and I had my, I kind of got lost, and I had my eyes closed, and I felt his hand touch me on the top of my head, and I opened my eyes, and I could see him walking away, and it was this whole moment, it was like I was there, and he looked, he looked at me, and it was as if he was saying, I'm here to, to feed you and care for you, and I was, it was just really an amazing experience, and it was almost as if Jesus had been waiting for me there the whole time like he had been waiting there for me to to come and find him in that place and I just like I said I feel like there's just so much about him that we don't know and so many realms of glory that we haven't entered into and because we live in a society where everything is like get it fast get it now we're sidetracked we have an agenda we're doing all this busyness that we've lost the art of contemplation we've lost the art of settling down into the presence of God and really meditating on him and on his scripture and one of the quotes in my book said hurry is not of the devil hurry is the devil and I was like wow like how many times you know I'm in doing my devotions or whatever and I remember something that I got to do and I grab my phone and the next thing you know I'm like off on some rabbit trail you know and I feel like God's just really trying to get his church, like, to settle down and to step away and to sanctify ourselves from the world more and more. You know, and the darker that it gets, you know, the, the more important it is that we separate and that we shut off all the faucets, like Pastor Paris would say, and disconnect from the media and the news and just take that phone and, like, hide it. You know, put ourselves on a fast, you know, because we're training ourselves up. We're being trained up in a machine that is busy 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 go 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 always something 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 little chunks of information and so our minds our our brains aren't even can't even settle down and so we're reading our um i had bible study last night and it's about singing a new song i just want to read a little uh, piece of that because it's really awesome so it's psalm 40 Verse 3, and it says, A new song for a new day rises up in me every time I think about how he breaks through for me. Ecstatic praise pours out of my mouth until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see his miracles. They'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with him. So it says we are entering into one of God's new days, and an old song just won't do. It's a new season, a new time, and the Lord is bringing us into a wide place of deliverance. His new song reflects what he is doing. So just like we need new wineskins for new wine, we can't continue to keep doing the same things. If we want more of the Lord, we have to shift into another dimension of who he is. And um, so we're receiving fresh mercies every day. They give us, which give us new visions of God's greatness and a new perspective on his plans. We will declare this new song and the result will be a season of miracles, signs, and wonders. So there's a quote from Jonathan Edwards. I hope this is all making sense and I'm connecting. It's just talking about, I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is spend time with the Lord. 
grow in your relationship with him. Expand yourself. Stretch yourself. Step out of the machine. Step away. Begin to use your voice. Begin to sing over your life. Begin to declare the things of the Lord. You know, the Lord has recently been challenging me for a while to um, step out and speak on social media, just share a testimony, share a word and all that. And I was just so bound up. I was embarrassed, scared I was going to make a mistake, blah, 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 right? And it's like, I'm so tired of being afraid. I'm so tired of not being able to say what's in my heart, you know, and thinking all these other things. So it's like God was saying, if nothing changes, nothing is going to change, you know? So I'm thankful that I did it. I did it. And it's liberated me. And I just want more. And so I want to share um, a quote from Jonathan Edwards speaking about a spontaneous song. Like I said, that song arises from intimacy with the Lord. Like Kalani said, it creates courage in us and boldness because we know who our Lord is and, we, and we've been with him. And so everything flows out of that relationship and creates a fearless faith in us. So this is an, an excerpt from... Um, his book, Personal Narrative, and it's um, Jonathan Edwards. And he says, After this, my sense of divine things gradually increased and became more and more lively and had more of that inward sweetness. The appearance of everything was altered. There seemed to be, as it were, a calm, sweet cast or appearance of divine glory in almost everything. God's excellency, his wisdom, his purity and love seemed to appear in everything, in the sun, moon and stars, in the clouds and blue sky, in the grass, flowers, trees, in the water and all nature, which used to greatly fix my mind. I often used to sit and view the moon for a long time, and so in the daytime spend much time in viewing the clouds and sky to behold the sweet glory of God in these things. In the meantime, singing forth with a low voice my contemplations of the Creator and Redeemer. And scarce anything among all the works of nature was so sweet to me as the thunder and lightning. Formerly, nothing had been so terrible to me. I used to be a person uncommonly terrified with thunder, and it used to strike me with terror when I saw a thunderstorm rising. But now, on the contrary, it rejoiced me. I felt God at the first appearance of a thunderstorm, and used to take the opportunity at such times to fix myself to view the clouds and see the lightnings play, and hear the majestic and awful voice of God's thunder which oftentimes was exceedingly entertaining, leading me to sweet contemplations of my great and glorious God. And while I viewed, I used to spend my time, as it always seemed natural to me, to sing or chant forth my meditations, to speak my thoughts in soliloquies, and speak with singing voice. So I really feel like the body of Christ and God is trying to speak to us in this new season is he has a new song for us. He wants us to step out of our comfort zone, begin to use our voice, and he wants us to step away from the machine, to step out of the machine, spend time in his presence, and insert ourselves in scripture. You know, in that book I'm reading, a meditation about the meditations, meditating on the scripture, it says, it, there was a quote that said something like, you read it, and one day you're the prodigal. One day you're Peter standing on the rock. One day you're Mary Magdalene. Until eventually the New Testament becomes autobiographical to you. Like it becomes your story because you've you've meditated, you've entered in. I just want to encourage you to do that. I'm telling you my mind is blown right now. It's like how much of God that we don't see and we don't know because we're so distracted and we have so many things vying 
for our attention and our affections. The whole time the Lord is beckoning us away to a quiet place to spend time with him, to spend time in his word, to give us a new song so that we, we can begin to prophesy both over our own lives and our family and those that we love and the body of Christ and the lost. Because, you know, it's a time of darkness, utter darkness. However, the word of God says where sin abounds, grace abounds even more. So the Lord doesn't leave us to ourselves. He doesn't leave us in a hopeless and weak state. He has given us everything that we need to live a life of godliness and to bring glory to his name. So I just want to encourage you, get in your word, begin to spend time in your word if you're not doing that. Draw near to Christ, get connected to a church and begin to walk with the Lord with other believers and begin to worship him and begin to sing the praises of God, sing scripture, pray in the Holy Ghost, sing the name of Jesus over your life. And I promise you that things will change and you'll begin to view and see God and see the world that we live in differently. It'll encourage you. It'll give you courage and boldness and increase your faith in the Lord. So I hope this blessed you and that um, I want to pray for you. Father God, I thank you for everyone that's listening. Lord, I thank you for the new song that you've given each and every one of us. Lord, if there's anyone listening that don't know you, God, I ask that you would make yourself real to them, Lord, that they would cry out, Lord, and that you would come and forgive their sin and heal them and cause them to walk in who they are, who you created them to be, that you, Jesus Christ, came to save sinners, that you bore all of our sickness, all of our disease, all of our sin in your body on the cross. And all we have to do is ask you into our heart, ask you to be our Lord and Savior, and you come and you translate us or you take us from the kingdom of darkness and you place us in the kingdom of light, Lord. So I ask you to bless everyone that's listening. Lord, that they would have that experience with you and that you'd equip them to walk it out and be victorious in you. Fill them with the Holy Spirit. And I thank you, Father God, and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. I love y'all. And um, keep your eyes on Jesus. Read your Bible. And he's going to do a mighty work in you. God bless. I am redeemed. I've been set free. And he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Now I have hope in the future. I'm a child of God. I'm loved. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. I am more than a conqueror by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony.